Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello everyone and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie and I am your host and of course I didn't record on Friday because, now wait for it, I was up all night the three nights previous to that. And when I get done recording this, it's a Monday, um, when I get done recording this at 10.18pm, uh, that's what time it is now, I have to go to work to fill out a shift because somebody called out sick and then I gotta work for two more days. So it's been crazy. Um, just a reminder, this weekend, there, there will be a podcast um, before I go, but this weekend I'm going to Monterey, and I'm going to hopefully ride in a lucid air, or at least crawl around one. And I'm really excited about that, actually. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, let's not get uh, too caught up in all of the what's going on in Bodie's life stuff. Uh, let's see here. We'll start. Inside EVs, Stephen Loveday, VW CEO Herbert Dice. He thinks that VW can stop Tesla because VW has abilities that Tesla doesn't. And to that, I say, duh. And I also say, why would you want to... Why, why stop them? Like, they're not... I mean... They are kind of your competitor, but they're not really. I mean, if you're going to buy a Tesla, you're probably not going to buy a, a VW ICE car. Now, at some point in time, they'll have electric cars. Uh, but, you know, the, the ramp up for that, I think, is going to be more significant than electric, than Volkswagen thinks. But anyway, um, but the VW group, which is Porsche, Audi, and VW... They can manufacture more cars in two days than Tesla can in a year. So um, that's pretty significant. Tesla sold, or excuse me, VW sold 5,987,800 cars. I don't, I think I'm going to guess that's VW Group with Audi, v, Volkswagen, and Porsche together. But that's what they sold last year. Tesla sold 83,922. Um, that is a significant difference. So you're looking at the the president or CEO of a car group that sold nearly 6 million cars saying, we're going to get that guy, that guy that's in the lead that sold 83,000 cars last year, almost 84. We're going to crush him. Um, I don't, what? 
Uh, right now, Tesla's the leader in mindshare for electric vehicles, but they're not the leader <laughs> just in automotive vehicles in general. I mean, uh, I don't know the exact numbers, but they're, they probably sell the fewest cars out of any major manufacturer um, out there in terms of, you know, semi-mass market vehicles. Obviously, somebody like a Ferrari or a Lamborghini, I don't know how many cars they sell, but uh, um, it's weird. So this is what he said um, when, when he said that. Uh, Dice was questioned about who he sees as VW's primary competitors. This is what he said. In the old world, it's, it is Toyota, Hyundai, and French car makers. In the new world, it's Tesla. Well, that's not exactly true because those car companies, I don't know about the French ones, they're making electric vehicles too, so are planning to. So they're still your competitors, Mr. Heiss, um, Dice, Herbert. Uh, he also went a step further. He said uh, Tesla belongs among the competitors, which has abilities that we currently do not have, which is true because they think of building their cars like a like a uh, software and hardware like Apple does, and VW builds cars that aren't connected or smart in any way. And I love VW, so I'm not bashing them, but that's just kind of the way that it is. Um, this shows that we need to significantly improve. We can do this. Uh, we measure ourselves against Tesla quite deliberately. Our goal, using our abilities, not, um, not just to catch up, but to overtake. Again, this is a car company that sells 6 million cars versus a car company that sells 84,000 cars in a year. And they're going to overtake them um, just by sure numbers. Um, that is true. Like, they have the distribution network. They don't necessarily have the, the charging network, but they have the distribution and the service network that Tesla doesn't have. And they have the manufacturing that Tesla doesn't have. Now, the, the question is, are, when they come out with their Volkswagen or Audi car, is it going to have that certain something that Tesla does have that everybody wants, that little cool factor like the iPhone? Like at this point, the Tesla vehicles, they're like the iPhone. Um, so back to the, my other point. When you actually think about it, this is a huge compliment to Tesla. Like, again, they, they sell 1.5% of t t uh, VW's total uh, vehicles sold. And any other company that sold this little, they would be uh, discounted, and uh, VW wouldn't even consider them to be a threat. They would actually probably scoff at them. Uh, let's see here. Let me make sure. Um, yes. So the things that Tesla has in, in their advantage to their advantage is they concentrate on electric vehicles. Um, they really thought about like T Elon's. Uh, principle first or first principle way of thinking which is instead of attacking the obvious like um, my hat's too tight instead of solving the problem for fitting you know um, my hat to my head he solves the problem of well why is your hat too tight is it because your hair is too long which I don't have any hair is it because you're already wearing a hat it it goes uh, deeper into the problem than just, you know, my hat's too tight, so I'm just going to adjust my hat. 
Uh, let's see. Yeah. So yes. So VW and other and car manufacturers have wasted years of potential R and D while Tesla was pushing the envelope. And um, we already talked about how Tesla. I kind of went off script. How Tesla pairs the uh, builds the car and the hardware and the software together. And uh, that leads me to believe leads me to our next article, Fred Lambert of Electric. And their old partner, Mobileye. Um, remember back a couple of months ago, Intel bought Mobileye? Well, now they've announced a fleet of 100 autonomous test vehicles. These vehicles will be various makes and models and will be tested in the U.S., Israel, and Europe by the end of the year. Um, so um, on Amnon Shashua, man, I'm really sorry, uh, Mobileye based out of Israel. Uh, this is what he says about the announcement. Building cars and testing them in real-world conditions prov provides immediate feedback and will accelerate delivery of technologies and solutions for highly and fully autonomous vehicles. Um, graphic Geographic diversity is very important as different regions have very diverse driving styles, duh, as well as different road conditions and signage, duh. Over, um, let's see, our goal is to develop autonomous vehicles autonomous vehicle technology that can be deployed anywhere which means we need to test the and train the vehicles in various locations so that's cool intel had its own um autonomous vehicle software and what they're testing is a hybrid between the two between mobilize and intel's um i will say and i'm not going to read the rest of this press release but i will say when i was driving to um Man, I was in East Phoenix, almost to Mesa, somewhere like that, today. And I saw this little white car, and it had all these little, like, um, on the roof of the car, it just had these little whirring, spinning things. There was, there were four of them, one on each corner on the roof. And then it had something in the middle that didn't look like LiDAR. Um, but it was just this little teeny tiny white car, and I was like, I wonder if that's the Intel car. Don't know. It didn't have any signage on it at all, and it was, um, other than the odd hardware on top of the vehicle, it was pretty unremarkable as far as the vehicle goes. Green Car reports Sean <laughs> Sizmakowski, oh, hopefully that's correct, Faraday Future has received $14 million to continue building the FF91. Um, Innovatus Capital Partners wrote a check, uh, and... Uh, Faraday Futures put its California headquarters up as collateral. So it sounds like it's just more debt. This is not nearly enough money to be able to build this car. Uh, they're still going to need quite a bit more. But it does kind of bridge them until they can gather more funding. Faraday Futures also scrapping its plans to build that big, huge factory in Las Vegas. As far as I know... Um, and somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but they've put about $126 million into that property, and and it's still dirt. I, mean, I think they have the sewage system, you know, all of the important uh, utility stuff there, and they moved a lot of dirt around, and they bought the property, which cost money, but they there's nothing out there. Uh, they said that at some point they may use it, um, and hopefully they get to that point. Um, but their new manufacturing site is kind of like a turnkey um, location in Hanford, California, which is, I think, two hours or three hours from where their headquarters is. Um, it's a one million uh, square foot plant. 
And like I said, it's turnkey, so they can get straight to work on building cars instead of building buildings, which makes perfect sense. I don't know why. If you, like, you don't have to have... This is like saying, I want to be a podcaster, and you and you build a whole podcasting, you know, buy the property, build a whole podcasting studio, and then you get 40 listeners, and then you quit. Like, it doesn't make any financial sense to do that. I don't know why car these new car companies are thinking they need to build a whole new like um lucid air uh why do you need to build a whole new factory find a factory that will f meet your needs lease it or or buy it because um building a whole new one just doesn't i don't think it makes sense especially for small batch cars like what lucid air and faraday future are going to be doing anyway moving on Faraday Future has two new leaders from BMW, Stephen, Stephen, Stefan Kraus and Ehrlich. I don't know. Um, that was my best canaz. But like I said, they were both of BMW. They still need to raise a billion dollars to fully ramp up to production, which is a heck of a lot of money. Um, and I've kind of, I've, I've been very uh, outspoken about this to my small but dedicated listener group. If you're going to build a car, um, at this point, Tesla has the upper end locked up. So build a, a somewhat affordable car. Because even though they have the Model 3, uh, there's more people that can afford to buy the Model 3 than there is that can afford to buy the Model S or the Model X. So find your niche and build something that's more affordable. Because if it was my money, I would take a, I would take a chance on Elon Musk because he's the face of a company. I would not take a chance on Stefan or Ehrlich uh, because I don't know them and I have no idea what they've done in the past and so that kind of hurts the car that car company same with Lucid so next one is Fred Lambert uh, last week we talked about Tesla raising more money by selling bonds their goal was one and a half billion dollars and they got 1.8 billion dollars <laughs> hip hip hooray for Tesla um, at some point, uh, you, they were almost broke, and now they got people throwing them money. Uh, the money will be used to bolster Tesla, Tesla's cash reserves while ramping up for the Model 3 build. Next one, boy, we're cruising through these. Tesla Roddy, Matt D'Angelo. Pro-union workers at Tesla, because they're not union at Tesla, but then we have some pro-union workers, are concerned that the production hell Elon Musk talked about during the Model 3 event may be unsafe the original story uh was this or, the original story from what this is based off was a business insider story but here are their concerns tesla skipped trial testing on the new assembly line so they're concerned that uh, there could be injuries related to that because it, it wasn't fully tested they say excessive overtime um, may cause workers to be fatigued and increase the chance for injury and that's 100 percent true uh, production lines still need to be updated. Um, I don't know if that's true or not. But here's the thing, and I've been on the the side of this where um, you're in a union, and I'm pro-union, you're in a union, and everybody gets all worked up and, and rah, 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 and then they kind of forget that the other side um, has smart people too. And you say, well, they're doing this and they're doing that. And then they have perfectly legitimate uh, reasons why or uh, your information is incorrect. 
and they tell you why your information is incorrect. So you have to walk a very fine line when you start calling stuff out like this. Because it may be that nobody gets injured or very few people get injured and you've just hurt your cause by making a big deal out of it. So I'm not saying that they are. I'm not saying that they aren't. I'm just saying you have to be very careful, uh, especially when you're when you're trying to get recognized as a union. It takes a lot of work. Um, <laughs> next one. If you let's talk about international delivery. If you live outside the United States and have a steering wheel on the left hand side of your car, you're looking at 2018. If you have a steering wheel on the right-hand side of your car, you're looking at 2019. And to listener Ben, I would like to say, sorry, dude. Um, that sucks. If it makes you feel any better, I likely won't get a Tesla until 2020. So I'll be way behind. Uh, the next one, Fred Lambert from Electric. Elon, uh, when he did the Model 3 handover event, he didn't give details on the battery. And a lot of people were kind of upset about that because they were expecting, like, really in-depth uh, specs. So the, they just announced the car as the standard model and the long-range model. The Model S and X are classified by their battery pack, like the 75D, the 75-kilowatt-hour motor with dual motors. Or 75-kilowatt-hour battery with dual motors, sorry. Um, but we now know that the Model 3 standard is just over 50 kilowatt hours, and the long range is about, or seems like just under, 75 kilowatt hours. Uh, just a reminder, the, the standard car gets 220 miles of range, and the long range gets 310. So I was talking to my wife last night when I was writing up all these notes, and I said, listen, you don't care about Tesla, you don't care about electric vehicles, um, but... Let me give you, like, this, the specs of this car on distance. And that's all we talked about, distance alone. What do you feel more comfortable with? The distance and price. I said, the, without any options, the base model is $35,000, 220 miles. The long range is 44,000 miles, or $44,000, 320 miles. Which one would you buy? Now, keep in mind, my wife and I can't afford the same amount of car because we live in the same house and we share income. And my level of comfort is not $44,000, but that's what my wife chose. And my wife is way, um, I don't want to say tighter because that's not true. My wife is, my wife doesn't like spending any more money on something than she has to, which I think is pretty much all of us. But she really has a, a number in her head what something is worth. And if it costs more than that, then it's not worth it to her, which is actually a really good quality in a partner. Because when I'm like, oh, let's buy this. And she's like, yeah, I don't think it's worth it. And then, you know, it usually isn't. You can probably find it on sale some other time. Uh, so where I'm more um, impetuous of a buyer, she's more uh, careful and she she researches. And, you know, I try to find the best deal I can, too. I, I just don't go out and buy whatever. But uh, that's kind of a difference in our personality. So she said that the $44,000 car without question because she wants to know that she can get to from Phoenix to California or Phoenix to L.A. with the least amount of stops because we have two small children. And then also, you know, if you go somewhere else, um, is there going to be a charger? And that was a real concern. Are there chargers everywhere? Because she doesn't see them. Um, she knows there's one in Buckeye. 
Um, she's like, well, I don't want to go to Buckeye every time I want to charge the car. And I, you know, explained to her we could get a charger for the house, um, but that didn't sway her. She still thinks the $44,000 car would be the way to go, uh, which I think this is more anecdotal, but my wife doesn't know anything about Teslas or electric vehicles or anything like that, other than what we chat about every now and again when she indulges me in this little hobby that I have. Um, but I thought that was kind of interesting. And Jason Calacanis, if you don't know, he's an investor. He um, is the CEO of Inside.com. Uh, some people love him. Some people hate him. I think he's a pretty neat dude. Um, fairly nice. He's he's very um, opinionated, somewhat cocky. Um, I don't buy into everything he says, but he's entertaining to listen to. He gave Elon a long time ago. I think he and Elon had lunch or something like that, and uh, Elon wasn't sure. The Model S was, I don't even know if it was in production yet, and they were talking about it. And Jason went home, and he wrote two checks. I think he wrote two. I might be getting the story wrong, but bear with me. He bought one of the Model S's, for sure, the first one. He got a Founder Series Model S. He has the uh, Model... He has the Roadster and the Model X, and he got an early Model 3. So he was on uh, Squawk Alley, which um, I don't know even what channel that is. But he had some interesting things to say about the Model 3. So let's, I thought it would be fun just to kind of end the show listening to that. But Jason, before we let you go, we did hear that you got your hands on the new Tesla Model 3. I guess because you have all the other Teslas, is that how you got one of the early models? Yeah, yeah, Jake Howe's pretty connected. I'll speak about myself in the third person, but, uh, you know, I, I get access to a lot of things. And uh, let me just say, yum, yum. Uh, I Elon was waiting created, for it. Oh, my God, it's a yum, 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 yum. It literally, there it is. There's the, uh, you know, one of the founder series, and I've been driving it, and it drives like a Porsche, and it costs the same price as uh, a Prius. And all the people who have been criticizing Elon for the last decade and saying that he's not going to get it done, they, well, the model I have, of course, has all the features. It's twice a Prius, but the model that, you know, will be available in the next year will cost 35 and be Prius level. But if, if Elon calls this like, you know, he's got a big, long of lo big line of hamburgers, this is a Wagyu hamburger at a, you know, Shake Shack price. I'm guessing a Wagyu hamburger is really expensive. I have no idea. I have no reference point for that. Also, I've never been to a Shake Shack. Also, I don't eat beef. Carrying on. It is a, an achievement unlike anything in the history of technology. It literally is up there with the iPhone. It drives like a Porsche. It's incredibly fast. The technology is amazing. It's so rock are people, solid. So are people going to be able to get their hands on them, though, is the question. Nobody questions that Tesla makes drool-worthy cars, but I have heard service complaints for some people uh, who have the car, love the car, but don't like the way they handle service, and the question of whether they can make enough. Those two things combined, if they're having trouble servicing the small number of cars on the road now, how are they going to be able to make this many and then service the ones even if they do get them out on the road. I don't know that this is really an issue still. Uh, I know that about a year and a half ago this was an issue, but they have the Rangers. They're hiring 1,300 more people to put in those positions. Like they said, 90% of the uh, maintenance on the vehicles or the repairs don't need a lift. 
Um, so I don't know that this is a big concern. It seems like this guy is taking a, uh, a view, which, you know, is fine, of I've heard that this is a problem, but without knowing that there's anything that's been updated on it. So, um, but I think Jason handles it pretty well. And I've actually emailed this guy, and he will email you back and answer your question. And I've talked to him over Skype once, and he was really nice, which is, you know, you can't say that a lot about a lot of people, but this guy being Jason. All right, so let's hear Jason says. Yeah, this is like uh, running out of, like, ketchup and napkins at, you know, the very popular hamburger joint. They can solve that problem. If you can make a product this good, you can solve the service problems. And listen, I own all four cars. Every car has been a couple of weeks or months late. Every car, they've had to tweak it a little bit here or there. Elon is a complete perfectionist. He wants to really, he cares about customer service in a very deep way. So things are always a couple of weeks late, and then he always over-delivers. And we were sitting here five, six years ago when he was producing one or two roadsters a week saying he'll never be able to produce 100. Then he hit 100. Now he can't produce 10,000. Betting against Elon Musk is betting against the future of humanity. It is an incredibly stupid thing to do because millennials wow. do not well, want to Well, this week, that might not be such a bad bet. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, given that Trump's going to blow up half the planet. If we don't okay, go into okay. World yeah. War Terminus, <laughs> nope, then we we, this will be a successful car. <laughs> All right, Jake. It's incredible. Help. You're cut off. Incredible. Thank you. Okay, that was it. Um, somebody who actually has the car and says it drives like a Porsche and he should know he has uh, had a lot of fast cars in his day, which is really makes me want the cars so bad. I go back and forth. Like some days I'm like, I can't wait for a Model 3. And I, I mean, I can't do anything right now. Like I said, I have two fairly new cars and there's no reason for me to get rid of one just so I can get a Tesla other than, you know, the electric car part. Um, but let's end this thing, right? Shall we? Uh, you can email me, Bodie at 918digital.com, and leave feedback and let me know what I screwed up on or what you would like to hear more of. Or if you have just a comment, please do that. No one's done it to this point. Um, that's wanted to be on the air anyway. At 918digital on Twitter, you can call 918-401-0071. If you search Kilowatt on Facebook, uh, we're on Facebook too. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we have a website, and this is where I'm putting things up that I can't uh, get to on the podcast, but I still think are interesting. So let me just look here. We have um, some electric cars have been discounted $20,000. Tesla's price target moves with Model 3 deliveries. Um, Tesla reportedly raised $600 million within hours after investment meetings. I just have all these stories up here that I thought were interesting. I store them up here. You can go and it'll take you to the appropriate um, publisher. And you can read all about um, the stuff that I think is cool without having to hear me blather on about it at this podcast. So that's kilowatt.bzboyzed if you're out of the United States. Uh, let's see, I put show notes, um, I have show notes, so please read those if you are bored and can't fall asleep. Leave a review wherever you get your favorite podcast, leave a review on your favorite podcast catcher, because that really helps me out. Um, we have a lot of new listeners, 30% growth in the last week, which has blown me away. So if you're a new listener, thanks for joining us, and if you're an old listener, 
thanks for sticking around because I really appreciate all of that stuff, uh, new and old. And if you're a medium listener, thank you too. Um, I have some iOS stickers. If you're into that sort of thing, I'll put a link in the show notes. I'm hoping to do some more as um, I get more time, which uh, it seems like a broken drum, right? I'm beating this broken drum of I just need more time and I keep not having more time. But anyway, check that stuff out. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I hope you have a really nice week. And if for some reason you... Um, are thinking about being a jerk, be nice because we have enough crap going on right now and we don't need uh, jerky people. So be nice to one another. That's the only thing. Even if you have a different opinion, just be nice. You can be a racist. You could be a bigot as long as you're nice and you listen to other people and they listen to you. And you could be high and mighty because you're talking to a racist or a bigot, but you don't need to be a jerk. Like, this whole world would be, the whole world would be great if everyone was nice-er. You don't even have to be that nice. Just nicer. So, going forward, go out, be a little bit nicer. Like, 1% nicer. And maybe things will start changing for the better. Because all this crap that's going on in the world right now makes me sad. Anyway, have a great week. And God willing, I will talk to you on Friday. Who knows? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.